We have actual basketball to talk about, and basketball will be played tonight, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. It's an interesting time that we're living in here with the coronavirus and all of the cancellations and suspensions and modifications going on with the NCAA and all the pro sports league. Whew, take a deep breath, and let's all try to get through this together. We'll discuss what's going on in the sports landscape, especially Ohio State. Spring game has been canceled. In-person recruiting has been canceled indefinitely at Ohio State, at least through April 20th, I believe, is the date that they've given so far. We will discuss the ramifications of that. What does it mean for Ohio State? What does it mean for sports in general? What does it mean for our own well-being as we try to get through the stress of everything that's going on around us? Good Thursday, and I say good as much as it possibly can be. It's an interesting situation. It's an interesting time, but we'll discuss what's going on here. Let's try to make sense of it. Let's just use this as a therapeutic time to talk this out and try to come to a common ground because I know it's crazy times. I'm Kyle Lamb. This is the Lock on Buckeyes podcast. Thank you for giving us a listen. Be sure to tell friends and family about us. Spread the word. Find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform, Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or simply say, play the Lock on Buckeyes podcast on your smart speakers. Find me, Kyle Lamb, on Twitter at KYLamb8. Find the show at Locked on Buckeye. Thank you for giving us a listen. Coming up next, we'll discuss the spring game cancellation in-person recruiting cancellation, how that impacts Ohio State, and much, much more. All that's going on with this craziness, the coronavirus stuff, we'll discuss it next. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. About uh, two months ago, three months ago, you, you may remember this. Uh, those of you that listen to Locked On regularly and have been listening since we came on board back in, what was it, uh, October, uh, you may recall a couple times where I didn't have podcasts and I came back and said, sorry, I'm feeling really sick. I just can't shed whatever this is. I've, I've been really sick and I can't get rid of it. You may, you may recall me saying that, right? And I told friends and family this because this – Back in, started in early January, I had something, and I, to this day, and I, I told people then, this is not just hindsight, this is not uh, being dramatic or exaggerating, this is the absolute truth. I, I told people back then, I said, this is unlike whatever I've got, I said, it's not a seasonal cold, because I get hit with a seasonal cold every single year, it's predictable, it comes usually at the onset of winter, I know it's coming, it lasts for three to seven days. And it's, it's kind of like a head cold. And I know I'm getting the congestion and the, the runny nose and, and a little bit of cough sometimes and maybe a sore throat and, and a fever. But I know the symptoms. They're predictable. They're the same every year. I get them every single season. And then it's gone. And I'm pretty healthy after that. I, I don't get colds a lot. I don't get sick a lot. But the, this didn't hit this year. But something different hit me in early January. And I knew it was different at the time because – it just wasn't the same that I had normally felt. This was a, a heavy up, upper respiratory issue. And, you know, there was an issue with I had a headache and, and muscle aches and stiffness and walking around feeling the burden of extra weight on me. And 
difficulty breathing at times and, and a lot of coughing up and down for for a long period of time. And when push came to shove, I just could not get rid of this thing. The, the, the things that I usually did, the, the cough medicine, the, um, the fever reducer, you know, anything that I would normally do just didn't get rid of it. And I could not get rid of it for four to six weeks, okay? For over a month, I was dealing with this day in, day out. Some days better than others. It wasn't the worst feeling in the world. The symptoms, any one symptom wasn't necessarily the worst I'd ever experienced of that symptom type, but it's just everything together. It was just different. And I, I said that to people even back then. And you may recall here on Locked On, I said, hey, I'm just not feeling well. I can't explain what's going on here, but I can't get rid of this. The reason I say this is because I feel like we're going to find out that we're not just finding out coronavirus cases for the very first time here in the United States, okay? We're getting positive tests finally because we're testing, but we're going to find out this has been around a while. What I had, was it corona? I don't know. It might have been a coincidence. I can tell you, I could tell you more on the on the on my situation, and you might say, wow, that sounds like it actually could be corona. And because there's more to the story why I could have been at risk for it and still am at risk. But that's not the point, and that's not what I want to talk about. But we're, you know, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz tested positive for corona. We know Tom Hanks tested positive for corona. We're going to find out that people are testing positive, and we're going to be like, uh-oh, here it is. It's here, right? You know, think about Twister, the movie Twister. You remember that scene where Dusty comes up to Bill when the, when the F5 tornado is coming in here near the end? And he's like, Bill, Bill, it's coming. It's headed right for us. And Bill's like, it's already here. And that's where we're at with Corona. And I hope people will just, hey, let's just appreciate that we have our health and our safety and let's hope it stays that way for all of us and there's no problems here. But it, I feel like this was already here and maybe not on a wide scale, but it's been around for a couple of months and we're going to find that out. I don't know what I had. Maybe it was Corona, maybe it wasn't. But I'm telling you, it was different. And I just, I thought of that last night as things were progressing because podcasting is interesting. You put out a podcast, especially if you record the day before, you, you always run the risk of not being current, being outdated by the time you publish and, and not being topical by the time you publish. And that happened yesterday. Uh, lo and behold, you, you can think back to the episode yesterday, Locked On, and here I am saying, I think Ohio State might cancel the spring game. We just don't know. But they're probably not going to make the decision for a couple weeks, right? Right? Wrong. Lo and behold, the very same day, they canceled the spring game. And they took it a step further. Not only are they canceling the spring game, but they're canceling any in-person recruiting with visits or coaches going out and about to see recruits. They're canceling all that to at least April 20th. And that might be an indefinite thing. It might be shorter. It might be longer. They're going to monitor the, the events, and we'll see what happens. But it, this is a very, very uh, ever-changing, fluid situation that we're dealing with here. I think that we all have to take a deep breath and, and say whether we agree, disagree, whether we think it's right, wrong, or indifferent. We can just say, you know what? I, I'm looking at why they're doing what they're doing, and I say— it's understandable. It's smart, okay? It may not be the right thing. It may not be the wrong thing. It doesn't have to be any of those. We don't have to label it. It just makes sense. And I understand what Ohio State is doing. I know some of you are saying, 
well, Ohio State is overreacting. Or some of you might be saying, well, my big concern is not so much that it's right or wrong. It's that not all schools are doing this, right? And Ohio State's going to be at a disadvantage. I would like to think two things. I would like to think that recruits and their families and coaches that are seeing this from Ohio State would pat Ohio State on the back for taking this very responsible step to try to control their own situation. I would like to think that they will be given credit for doing that and it will not be held against them because they didn't get a late March or early April visit in, okay? I would like to think recruits will just hold their choices a little longer. I would also like to think that we don't go down the path of, of saying, well, I don't trust that Nick Saban guy or Dabo Swinney. I have very low perception of him. I don't think high of their integrity. Are they going to follow suit? I think that they will. And even if they don't necessarily go the same route and the same path as to treating this, I would like to think that they're not going to use it against Ohio State in some type of negative recruiting or trying to push for commitments while Ohio State is backing off. I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe it will. Maybe you have a lower opinion of these guys than I do. And I'm not saying I have a high opinion of either one of them or Kirby Smart, Georgia. It doesn't matter who it is, really. I'm not trying to call anybody out. I just would like to think that there aren't many people out there that would try to take advantage of a time like this. And I hope that's the case. And I hope the NCAA follows suit. And I think that's what will happen. Eventually, I think that all in-person recruiting for the rest of the cycle is going to be shut down. And that way, nobody will be at a recruiting disadvantage. We will see what happens with that. But whether it's that with Ohio State shutting down recruiting, which they are, or whether it's the Big Ten tournament and NCAA tournament, which currently is scheduled to be played. But as we've said, podcasting is a really, really tricky art form because what is current right now as I talk to you and getting ready to post this, by the time I get it posted, it may be completely outdated. But as of now the NCAA, the Big Ten, all these tournaments are expected to be played. And you have to think that it's going to be played in front of only essential personnel with some family members in in attendance and the referees and the players, of course, and, and the staff members that are administering the event. These tournaments could wind up being outright canceled, and I hope that's not the case, okay? But we know the NBA has shut down its season. The NHL is deciding what to do with its season. Of course, the NBA having Donovan Mitchell... And uh, Rudy Gobert test positive for the coronavirus led to the suspension of the NBA season. We can debate whether or not that's the right call. It's certainly understandable why they're doing it. But I will ask this. This is just a point of view. This is just something to think about. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it is my own curiosity. I think that people are getting coronavirus, whether we like it or not, whether we shut down games or not. And I will say just from a familiarity of how college teams operate, there's a close-knit tightness, which may, like in the case of the Utah Jazz, it may put you at a higher risk of getting it from a teammate, but the problem is you're still going out into society and you're at risk anyway. These players aren't quarantining if they're not playing basketball. They're still going out. I hope that we ask the question, what do the players want? Because if the players would like to induce their own self-risk because they're going out anyway. They're going to malls or going to grocery stores. They're still having contact with people. If they're okay with going forward and playing games in a controlled setting where there's not a lot of fans around and we're not creating a big scale mask exposure event, then I say let them play because I think it's good for them. I think that they would want to keep 
their mind occupied. And I think it's good for us to have an outlet to watch sports. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because clearly at some point, these two NBA players that got exposed, one of them probably exposed it to the other, but somebody got it from outside basketball. And we have to accept that this has been around already. And there are people that are going to test positive, no matter what we do going forward, they're going to be risking wherever they go out into society. Is it any bigger of a risk if they do it with each other? I don't know. Leave that to the social interaction experts, but I just know the way teams operate, there is a social action interaction element. When you're with a team and you're, you're doing team functions, you're kind of staying out from society and you're insulating yourselves just a little bit. That happens with Ohio State basketball and Ohio State football. I can tell you that. Like, if you're familiar with how structured those programs are in the team schedules, those guys don't go out into the real world very often. So I, I would like to think playing games kind of keeps them sheltered. And playing games against each other, yeah, there might be a little bit of risk there. But I'm not sure it's any greater than canceling the games and then sending them out and letting them do whatever they're going to do in the real world. That's just a thought. I'm not saying it's right, but it's something I would like to consider. I hope that games keep getting played for our sakes and for the players' sakes. Obviously, the player safety is the number one issue. But I hope if they want to play, they are allowed to play. That's my hope. Because I think it would be good. Whether this thing has been around in the U.S. for a lot longer than we know, for three months. We know it's been in Seattle for at least three months. Whether it's been a lot longer than we know or it's just coming now, Either way, people are going to get sick. Hopefully it's not bad here. Hopefully most of the cases are mild and it moves on. I don't know if what I had was mild, if, if it was Corona or something else. But I know from my experience, you know, it's like, hey, I, whatever it was, I got better. And I'm hoping that that's what happens in most cases going forward. And let's just try to keep our minds positive. Let's try to avoid, avoid or enjoy whatever sporting events we have opportunist, you know, thrown to us, given to us to watch. Let's enjoy it. And hopefully we get through this as a country and then we can get back to arguing about petty things about basketball. Right. Um, that would be a lot of fun. So Ohio state, at least as of now is scheduled to play in the big 10 tournament this evening around six 30. We'll talk about that next. Ohio state and Purdue playing at roughly six 25 PM tip in Indianapolis tonight. I issue a, a fake asterisk and a virtual asterisk. Imagine me like using air quotes to say that because as of right now, the game is still going to be played, but who knows what could happen by this evening. But Ohio State, Purdue, Big Ten second round. The winner plays Michigan State on Friday. Again, an asterisk there. We'll see what actually happens. But look, Ohio State, let's, let's assume for right now the game's going to be played, and I hope that's the case because we have something to talk about here that is not coronavirus. But I will say this, Ohio State, I think the key for this game, and we don't know if Kyle Young is going to be available yet or not because of that sprain, high sprained ankle. Um, I think Ohio State just needs to do what it's been doing, limit the turnovers. They need to be better on the offensive, re, uh, the offensive glass than they were, or the defensive glass than they were against Michigan State. They had been positively trending as far as rebounding. Seven straight games, they had out-rebounded their opponents by way of uh, percentage. That did not happen against Michigan State. So they've got to keep teams off the glass better than they did against Sparty last week. But for the most part, everything else had been trending positively. Shooting has, has been pretty good. It wasn't great against Michigan State, but as I alluded to last week, that was kind of expected because Sparty is the number one 
defensive team in the country in terms of effective field goal percentage. So that was a little bit expected that they had trouble finishing at the rim, especially, and even shooting threes. Got to get a little bit better, but they've been really good in that department. One of the best shooting teams in the country. That's not an issue. They got to keep taking care of the ball. They've been doing that great. Another game against Sparty where I believe they had, what, nine to 10 turnovers. So they've been taking care of the basketball, valuing their possessions. That is something that has got to continue into the tournament. If they get by Purdue, and, and I, I said this earlier in the week as well, there is something that favors Ohio State, and namely that in past history, when a team goes on the road and plays, a, especially a really good team, but any team for that matter, where they struggle and have a game that they just it's just not going their way. And in this, t- this case, it was a game at the end of the season, just this past week. Michigan State had senior day, emotionally charged up, really big game where they're able to clinch a share of the Big Ten title. Well, then in a short time where you have a road game or neutral court game where you got to play the same team in short time and you have to get up for that game again and it's not at your building, you don't have the same energy. And in this case, it's actually going to be played about as truly of a neutral site as you can possibly have because neither team's going to have a higher fan advantage. Each team will be limited to like 125 family members total. So it truly will be played at a neutral site, and Michigan State is going to have to get up for this game again if it is played. If Ohio State, number one, if it's played, number two, if Ohio State beats Purdue, which we can't take that for granted either. But if Ohio State can get by Purdue tonight and then have Michigan State tomorrow, they will have an emotional advantage, in my opinion, because you've got the upset factor. You've got knowing that Michigan State has already beat Ohio State, and it's not going to be as easy on a neutral floor as it was at home on senior day. Okay, so Ohio State has some things going for it. If Kyle Young can play, it might shoot a little bit better than it did the first time. There are some reasons to think that Ohio State can go into Indianapolis this weekend, pluck off Purdue, upset Michigan State, find its way into the weekend with a semifinal matchup against Maryland or Penn State, and who knows, maybe even getting all the way to the Big Ten Championship. And let's hope that if they get that far, then there is an NCAA tournament, albeit played without crowds, but that there is a NCAA tournament that they can go to because we just don't know what's going to happen with that right now. I, I think the key difference with the NBA suspending its season is they had a couple players already test positive. Look, I'm just saying this. There are going to be NBA players, more NBA players test positive, whether games are played or not. There are going to be more NCAA players test positive, whether games are played or not. That's just a fact. You know, we're, we're at that point in this situation where it's here. We know it's here. You know, Bill, it's headed right for us. No, it's already here. It is here. Let's just hope it doesn't have too big of a, a factor and that we can get past this. That's, I'm hoping for the best for everyone. We'll keep an eye on basketball. We'll talk basketball tomorrow, hopefully, because hopefully there is basketball to talk about. So we'll ke- keep an eye on the Ohio State game. Again, 625 is the tip time from Indianapolis. I believe that's Eastern tip. And generally these things run a little bit late, although it might be, uh, given how much time is in between sessions, they might tip on time. So 6.25, 6.30, adjust your schedules accordingly if you want to see actual basketball being played. And hopefully we have something to talk about in t- terms of basketball tomorrow. We obviously won't have much recruiting news now with Ohio State suspending in-person activities. So basketball is all we have. Hopefully the Blue Jackets play the Penguins tonight. That's in doubt because we don't know if the NHL is going forward on their season. So a lot of uncertainty. Stick with us. We'll try to have a positive outlook. And whether you think this is overblown or underblown or, or just right, just being blown normally, um, 
we can all come together and hope that sports is our outlet uh, as we see ourselves through this very, very weird trying time here in the United States. So, and globally, it's, it's, it's a, a fascinating thing to watch and I'm sure we'll move past it. We'll be fine. Hopefully with uh, mitigating the truly bad things that have come from this virus in other places of the world. So we'll keep an eye on it and we'll talk about it more coming up on Lockdown Buckeyes. Thanks for giving us a listen. Be sure to tell people about us. Find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Find me on Twitter at KYLAMA. Find the show at Lockdown Buckeye. Hope everybody stays safe, stay healthy, love your family. Make sure you go out of your way to kiss the loved ones and just appreciate that we're here and that we're healthy. And that's all we can ask for. Have a great one, everybody. We'll be back on Friday.